Welcome to the Christian Inquiry Podcast, a podcast designed to search for the truth in God's Word. I'm your host, Elijah McSwain Sr., here are my co-hosts, Philip McSwain Jr. and Marquis Lewis. Greetings. My name is Elijah McSwain Sr., host of the Christian Inquirer Podcast. In today's weekly spotlight, I would like for us to consider the theme, friend or foe. We have all heard the familiar idiom, friend or foe. It is a cultural expression that implies that a person is either an ally to another person or a military force, whereas a foe is an opponent or enemy that stands in opposition to another. The writings of James chapter 4, verse 4, records, Do you not know that friendship with the world is intimate with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. The thought-provoking passage written by James, the brother of Jesus, should cause us to contemplate what is our standing before God? Are we considered his friend or are we considered his foe? The grounds for such an answer rest on the premise of the test for worldly gratification and pleasure in comparison to the test of spiritual obedience and faithfulness. There are certain groups of people in whom this passage is written unto, carnal Christians who are still mesmerized by the world, as well as individuals who profess to be Christians but have no real relationship with God. The manner in which a person chooses to live his or her life is an indication of whether they have set themselves against God as an enemy or if they have been united with him as a friend. There are two paths by which people journey in life, the pathway of righteousness as well as the pathway of unrighteousness. The chosen path that a person walks on reveals what they love and whom they love. The activities of their life, the closest to whom a person befriends, friendship with the world, which is following the course of its systematic ways as well as values, or friendship with God, which entails walking in humble submission unto the ways and percepts of God. To follow the methodical standards of the world leads to a toxic life that operates in defiance unto God. To operate in such a way is to function in the state of being defiant, being hostile, resistant, and having disregard towards God. In terms, it leads to the toxicity of adhering to the world's philosophy of rebellion, self-centeredness, egotistical behavior, divisiveness, self-indulgence, possessing a quarrelsome nature, being a pleasure seeker, and self-reliant. To be a foe or enemy of God is aroused by carnality, sinful behavior and pleasures that operate outside his holy sphere, whereby people conduct themselves in a wicked manner that is unsuitable for holy living. Romans 8, 7-8 states, The corner mind is enemy against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Corner Christians, just like the unbelieving world, can be lured into the corrupt system of the world. Therefore, as Christians, it is vital that our love for God suppresses any desire to follow the pursuits of worldly philosophies and its mode. 1 John 2.15-16 instructs us, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And these things are not from the Father, but of the world. 
Dr. Grant Richardson quoted, worldliness is a condition of the heart, an attitude that changes our orientation to life away from God's values. In essence, it moves us away from the spirit of walking in the will of God and turn to walk in accord to our own desires as well as passion. Godless values will contaminate the mind of individuals to engage in every vile passion imaginable. The path of walking in sinfulness ultimately leads the enemies of God to walk in their own demise and an internal state of ruin and condemnation. Matthew Henry affirmed that those who are enemies to God are enemies to themselves, and sooner or later they will be made to see. In stark contrast, the friend of God, those who possess the mindset of God, will show themselves true unto him by adhering to his percepts, his statutes, as well as his commands. To be deemed a friend of God, there is a degree of commonality that the elect share with God. Two disciples share in a lifestyle predicated by righteousness, purity, holiness, faithfulness, love, devotion unto God, obedience, submission, and conformity to the image of his son. John 15, 14 through 16 implies that we are friends if we do whatever he commands. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard from my father, I have made known unto you. As dear friends, we have companionship and fellowship with God as he makes known unto us the mind of his father, the very mind of God. And this mind of God that is revealed unto us, we thereby in turn walk according to the purpose for our lives that he has prescribed to us in his written word on a day-to-day -day basis. God is the constant pursuit of everyone that befriends him. God is the focal point by which we gauge upon to walk in accord to his ways. Charles Spurgeon said, the friend of God must not spend a day without God and he must undertake no work apart from God. Therefore, we need to take a moment to reflect where the line is drawn in the sand. Are we a friend of God or are we a foe of God? Friendship has to be given somewhere. Either it has to be given to the world or either it has to be given unto God. I thank you for your time. I pray that something was said was beneficial for you today. Also, I implore you to check out my first book entitled The Great Debate Over the Doctrine of Salvation. Thank you for listening to us and all the more. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. We ask that you will subscribe to the Christian Inquiry podcast. You will find this podcast on many of the major podcast platforms. Once you subscribe, you will receive an automatic download of new episodes for your listening pleasure. I pray that this episode has been enlightening to you. I invite you to join us the next time on the Christian Inquiry podcast to further grow in God's word. Thank you for listening and God bless.